This is another episode of The Blossom Podcast, your number one source for everything bariatric surgery, from pre-op to post-op. Registered dietitian Alex Conception gives you real, raw tips and motivation through your journey. This is The Blossom Podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to The Blossom Podcast. We all know about that six-month window right that magic window the honeymoon phase but what happens afterwards and today i want to talk about some of the concerns that we have after that six month mark concerns like i'm not at my goal weight is this it uh am i done losing weight what should my calories be at now six to twelve months after surgery And of course, how can I break a stall after six months? First things first, I want to clear up this notion that you only have six months to accomplish your goal. Wrong. With actual weight loss. That's why we do a metabolic test and give you a realistic expectation based on your metabolism. The number is not absolute it is a baseline and you can exceed those expectations but you still have to take accountability and ask yourself was i compliant with the rules did i stay within caloric range did i keep my protein in range did i drink my water did i take my supplements did i exercise or increase my activity All of those questions support the notion that if you don't lose a majority of your weight in the first six months, statistically, you won't. And that's the key word, statistically. It's not that you can't physically continue to lose weight. It's that you can't make a life. If you can't make a lifestyle change in these first six months when it's difficult, it's not likely you will when it gets easier. And it will get easier. That's because you heal. Swelling comes down, inflammation comes down, and your ability to test your limits will increase. Make sense? With that being said, if you're not where you want to be at six months and beyond, rest assured you can still get there. You just have to maintain consistency. And remember, your metabolism is a reflection of your lifestyle leading up to this point. Just because you want it, This tool does not erase the years that got you here. For those who had a slower metabolism to begin with and did not combat that with resistance exercises, I'm sorry to say it's still going to be a slow process moving forward. You can only take away so many calories, but you can increase the demand with resistance and weight-bearing exercises. Okay, now for the brass tacks. Six months or greater. If you are stuck and you have not maintained compliance and checked off everything that I listed above, then my recommendation is to get back on track and get back to the basics. Consume under 1,000 calories, minimum 60 grams of protein, minimum 64 ounces of water, supplements, and exercise. I've said it a million times, compliance is the science. And what we've learned in these last six months or a year is that consistency is key. You have to give your body time to see it work. 
Let's take some accountability though. Remember, the sleeve is just a tool, not an absolute solution. A tactic, not the strategy. Just like a spoon can mix the soup, but it's not the recipe. You hear me? Okay, so for those of you that have checked off all those criteria, it's time to change it up and step it up. First things first, something I want to clear up calories are not time-specific post-bariatric surgery. Example, Alex, I'm seven months post-stop. How many calories should I be eating now? The answer is, I don't know. And that's because I don't know what you've been doing for the last seven months. This is where a consult is recommended so I can get insight into your life, log your food so I can see activity, restrictions, new, older, eliminated medications, etc., etc., etc. I bought a car a year ago. I can't call the dealership and ask what my car needs a year out. You have to look under the hood, okay? They need to know that I played Dukes of Hazard with my car on the weekends or I spent the first six months not doing a single oil change and that I tried using Bacardi 151 for fuel. <laughs> Same thing goes for post-op. To what degree did you follow the rules? Did you pick up a passion for powerlifting or did you pick up a passion for video games? How many calories were you eating? But one thing is certain. I don't know any of those answers. Okay, you have to tell me. Okay, so back to changing it up and stepping it up. This is the time you can start introducing more starches, fruit, and variety into your diet. Once again, I don't like to demonize these foods. It's just that it took a certain relationship with food to get you here. So I'm just trying to disrupt that relationship with food and maximize the potential of the sleeve in the time period that's most valuable. And these first six months are the most viable. But when we do introduce these foods, remember the priority protein and non-starchy veggies, then the starch, okay? Eat your steak and broccoli and then the potatoes. At this time, you can start implementing some metabolic confusion by caloric cycling, um, now, I do caution with this, and that's because you can still revert back to old habits. So my suggestion is to first start by implementing a treat meal one time a week. Uh, this way you can still maintain control without adding too many calories, too many criteria, or even losing control. Okay, basically kill a craving one time a week. This would be a good start to offset the calories while restoring a bit of joy through some foods you miss. Keep in mind, I'm not talking about candy binges. I'm talking about introducing some whole grains, starches, starchy veggies, fruits, things like that. If you are training hard, implement some carbs in the morning and post-workout. Just remember, we are still prioritizing protein and non-starchy veggies. So don't just add oats in the morning. Add oats after your shake in the morning. Make sense? Don't add potato chips. Add some roasted potatoes to your steak and broccoli. If the calories are getting away from you, then this is a time to 
reintroduce some form of intermittent fasting five hours after you wake up, start your first shake. Again, I'm not an advocate for intermittent fasting. There are pros and cons, and I'm not providing any criteria on intermittent fasting except for narrowing your window for eating of eating to offset the lack of restriction. Once again, it's easier to be hungry and focused during the day when you're busy versus at night when you are relaxing and chilling with the family. If you haven't started working out, start working out. If you walk daily, try weight-bearing exercises. Get a personal trainer to teach you the moves or watch some YouTube videos to get your heart rate up with high-intensity interval training. Um, you can do right at home, okay? You have time. You just have to make it a priority. If you have been lifting weights, then change up the routine. Like I said, our bodies love consistency and will adapt and adjust to what is consistent. So now we need to change it up a bit. I hope this video helps, but know this, if all else fails, log your food and know where you are so we can help you. The more data, the better. Remember, just like a budget, where's my money going? We never go out, I don't buy that many things, but when you do that budget, oh yeah, that's right. I did buy those shoes. We did go to that restaurant. Same with the calories. I don't eat that much. I do eat protein and veggies, but when you do that calorie budget, oh yeah, I do use ranch. I do eat uh, peanut butter three, four times a day. Okay, I guess I do eat 2,000 calories. Okay, so get that calorie budget. Let us help you, and that's pretty much it. Okay, congratulations on your commitment so far. Let's change it up and continue to focus on that health. Okay, so that's pretty much it, fam. I'll see you guys in the next. Peace. This was another episode of The Blossom Podcast. For more motivation and future episodes with Alex, make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any life-changing moments.